Hey, you're listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited that you're here with me again. I just went through all the different clairs and the way we receive also empathic information and hits and claircognizance, intuition, all of these different ways that we receive our information are helpful so that you can understand the experience that is occurring with you or to you or for you or within you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so this next segment today, I want to talk to you about dealing with doubts or, you know, the making it up struggle. So if this is where you kind of can relate, settle in, we're going to go through a bit of, um, awarenesses and strength training exercises. I think it's, you know, a couple different things are happening. For me, it's easy because I turned this into work. You know, I grew up with all of these really uh, mystical experiences occurring in my um, quiet time. I didn't talk to uh, about what was going on to family. I didn't talk to many people. And when I did, um, I think I told you the priest story, he poo-pooed it. So, you know, I thought they were <laughs> spiritual gurus that would kind of be okay with enlightening me. But what I realize now in all this time is their experience might've been different than mine. And, um, and I didn't have the vocabulary to express what I was experiencing and they couldn't kind of elongate their experience to assist me on my way, which was fine because I constantly turned to spirit for that help, which worked out for me really, really, truly. And so I was able to develop my own kindred relationship, not only with my own soul, but with other beings in the spirit realm, angels that have um, helped me along the way, guardian angels and learning all about their realm. Um, because I've spent different times in meditation with each of the realms. And we will definitely get into those further on down our experience together. But it was helpful for me because I had all of these interior conversations, if you will, and experiences before I decided to hang a shingle and do my work. So by then I was pretty prepared to put my, um, awarenesses into practice in regards to delivering messages for people, whether I was reading information on their body, um, struggles that they were still holding on to from this or prior incarnations, or whether I was getting messages from loved ones that had crossed, or whether I was just, you know, relaying information on their soul's journey from God, or all the different reasons people came to me, uh, body work, mental, emotional, spiritual physical, all of it. Um, I, I'm really, I'm really like, Hey, whatever, God, you know, just take me, carry me. You know, I told you I consecrated my life to the work. Cause I was like, Oh golly, you know, this is something I'm really pretty naturally kind of capable of doing. And it's in, I think I told you it's in my astrology came in with all 11 senses open and, um, rah, rah, rah. But I also believe that we're all capable of this, right? This is our soul. We have a body, mind, and spirit. And the spirit part is our soul. And I'm just trying to teach you the language of the soul. And so sometimes um, 
when you're just doing this for yourself and you're not doing reads, you know, reads to me are easy because then I can get the, do you understand? I can say, here's the information. Do you understand? And if they say, no, I don't say, give me more information. I go back up to spirit and say, they don't understand. Tell me in a way that they'll understand. And then I get more information and deliver it to them. So at least I have someone to bounce the truth off of, right? And so that when I'm navigating the information, because when I'm delivering information, depending where my source is, you know, God is one thing, but if I'm getting information, maybe from a loved one on the other side or from their animal friend, you know, the vibration of the, the experience comes to me in various ways and I have to translate that. Right. And so, um, especially with animals, if it's a picture, it's symbolic, you know, remember the, uh, clairvoyance, like I said, it could be symbolic or literal. So, Part of my experience in giving reads and giving information has allowed me to strengthen this capability. But if you're doing it on your own for your own personal empowerment and betterment and just opening your consciousness to live a more abundant life and use this, which is your natural gift, skill, talent, ability in your day-to-day life to whether figure out you know, maybe more information on your family, your children, your mates, your work relationship, your life, your soul journey, your kind of your own process, then sometimes it's not as easy because you're not bouncing it off something. You have to kind of, um, because you're not checking the information with them necessarily, you're following in a, a, a lead that you're getting psychically, um, empathically, or intuitively, and you're working to see how it works for you if you've gotten some kind of information on your soul impression, right? And so it, I feel for you. <laughs> I feel for you because I've been there, right? Where it's like, okay, how can I put this in my day-to-day life if I'm not going to be like, you know, the psychic on the street or the medium or the soul person or the, um, you know, the the spiritual helper that someone comes to? What if I just want to use it for my own good and enhancement of my own soul beyond just the physical, the mental and the emotional. I really want to tap into my spiritual aspect, which is why we're here. Right? So I, um, want to empower you in those times when you're just seeking this information to better your own life. We've had this discussion or this monologue, sorry, maybe you're talking to me while I'm talking to you. I I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, I hear you. I hear you. I'm one of those people that talk in movies. I'm so sorry. I'm working on it. But anyway, so you've heard me say before that you really need to move into this with open heart and open mind. And really the kind of the experience of curiosity so that you're not really pushing an answer or pushing an experience. Because when you pose a question about your life, like if you're, let's say you're just going along and you're having a struggle at work or a struggle in your life or trying to find your mate, if you're after a partner or whatnot, um, and you're just asking the cosmos or asking your soul or asking God or asking your angels to guide you, you know, to the right person or the right job, or even take a step back from that saying, you know, I really want to be aware why I'm not open to the right person or the right job. And then maybe part of that reason is because you need other experiences to occur. Maybe um, 
you have to do some soul work or self work first. And you've been constantly <laughs> thinking about rereading The Road Less Traveled, and you don't pick it up and start reading it, where in that is the leap that you need to make the next step to find the right person. This is how life is, right? Life just gives us these breadcrumbs if we pay attention. And oftentimes they happen on a soul level. So the biggest thing with this work, when you're doing it on your own or posing your questions or your concerns to the cosmos, and I say that blanketly, listen, you know me, I said, I'll, I'll reach out for help in any direction. I know the, the vibration of my angels. I know the vibration of God. It feels good when I make the connection. When I ask, did you send me that? Is that you talking? My heart warms. It feels really yummy. It, it, it's easy breezy. You know, it's not always comfortable. Sometimes I have to, you know, read the book before I, or, or talk to the person that I don't really want to. And then I understand their version or their side. And then I grow. And then it helps me kind of release some old gunk myself. Listen, do you think I'm talking in circles? I'm really not. What I'm saying is, is as you start living this soul awareness, you can use it in all areas of your life. And so it's really important that when you're open to the answers, it might not be cut and dry. Later on, we're going to work on complete meditations, especially when we go into the chakras. I'm going to take you in there before we necessarily get with guides and angels, just so that you can have the visualization process to get information from your own soul awareness and greater understanding. But before we get into that, just as you're applying these, for those of you that have done this, you know, have kind of jumped into this, but for those of you that are applying this to your life now, it's really important that you let the answers come as they do, right? And not pushing. Like if you're sitting in meditation and just saying, you know, I really want to know, why do I feel so stuck? And you're sitting with your diary or your journal and you're ready to write the awarenesses that come to you, the memories that stream up for you, um, or any, you know, any kind of uh, hit or awareness or knowing or or story that comes up and you're ready to write it down, you have to be open. Like it might seem out in left field. And then all of a sudden there's um, this roundabout way that the answer's revealed for you. Spirit loves surprises. And I think that our soul in its pure form is in line with the greatest truth. I just do. And so, you know, the angels and the guides and divine consciousness helps kind of kind of redirect, redirect for an easier or lighter life. I guess I'm going to use that word easy loosely, right? Because sometimes I struggle a lot. Like I have a lot of struggles. My life is not perfect. I've told you I've got some health crud going on right now, but there's lessons in that. You know, my North node is in the house of the body. And so my health struggles are about getting me in my body because I'm really good not being in my body. So this is not an easy thing, but it's a necessary thing for my soul's growth in this incarnation. So when you're sitting with spirit or when you're looking for an answer and you pose it out and waiting for the answer to come to you throughout the day or the week, you know, because sometimes this is the deal. Like sometimes I don't get the answer in meditation. And so I just say, kind of work on me this this week, you know, mold me, put me where you want me to be, and then let me be aware and come to that, right? And then you just allow 
it to come to you. And then you enjoy, enjoy, enjoy when you get the connection, when you get the connection. You know, remember, it's really important to be open because the information comes to us, but we have our filters, right? And so part of our work in this incarnation is to move through our own perspective, really, to a broader perspective. And so when our, you know, sometimes we can... (laughs) only handle a certain level of information because we're not open to greater awareness. And so this is where part of the spiritual work occurs when we get information that is meant to push us to another level. You know, I sometimes when I'm working with certain close people, I want their struggles to be less. And so I really want the answers when I'm sitting, how can I help them to be easier on me because I don't want to deal with it, right? But spirit's like, no, listen, part of your journey is to help them where they're at and where they're at is here, even though you would like it to be somewhere else. And so this is about you really being present with them and this is how it is. So I have to be aware that when the information comes to me, that I don't impregnate it with my own desires, right? Do you understand that? And so, you know, this is also like parenting or being a daughter or, you know, a a spouse or, you know, uh, this is our friend is I have to watch out that, you know, my, that, that my experience doesn't put up barriers to what actually is. I hope you understand that. I know you do. The most important thing when you're sitting in meditation or sitting in stillness and trying to make a connection, whether you're just trying to tune into your kid and, you know, the <laughs> um, empathic uh, Claire Pensee to try to figure out what are they thinking, or you're doing that now going, what, where's Constance going? <laughs> or if you're, you know, trying to get an answer and you're wondering then the answer comes really quick and you're thinking, oh my gosh, did I make it up? Am I making this up? It seems too easy, too good to be true. Listen, sometimes it is easy and sometimes it is too good to be true, but it is true. But that's why I taught you about clear sensation. When you're sitting in meditation and you're looking for words, hearing thoughts back in your head, and you're trying to create dialogue with guides, angels, or your own higher self or your own divine connection or your, you know, divine consciousness, and you're hearing the answer back in words or hearing or seeing a picture that you're like, oh my God, this is what I need to do. I need to, you know, write a song and give it to so-and-so. And and that's where my music industry will take off, blah, blah, blah. The, the, then you come out of it, you know, and you think, oh gosh, did I make that up? Is it not real? The doubt thing is what, is what will dampen your spirit. And so when you're in the moment of it, you can go back to the experience and go, wait, hands on your heart, close your eyes and say, you know, I really got that I was, I'm giving an example. I really got that I was supposed to write that song and, you know, try to get it to so-and-so. And there's a possibility in that. Is that for my highest good? Is that the direction? Is that what I heard? Is that what I got? Is that what I saw from my soul to myself, from God to myself? And you can go back in and double check it. And if it feels good, it feels right. 
then it then follow it. But if it feels like like there's no energy behind it, if it feels like dull or dead, then it could be that you're making it up. And so then I invite you to say, I don't want to make any of this up. I only want the highest truth to come forward to me. I want the highest good. I want the, you know, the best possible outcome and be open to then what comes and see how it feels. Do you remember in the beginning I was saying, this is why you have to listen to all this stuff from the start, clear through, because the lessons build one upon the other. When you're getting any information, you're going to check how does it feel emotionally? How does it feel physically? You know, does it resonate with you? And again, we might be asked to do some things that are not easy or not comfortable. And things might take longer than we wish. <laughs> listen, listen, I am all about manifesting fast. I can manifest really well, right? But some of my desires in life take a real slog and they take a while. And maybe, you know, I have to sit with that in my own spiritual practice to say, why is this taking so long? I'd like to be connected to the highest being that's aligned with my truth that can come forward and offer me guidance. You know, my, my, I call it psychic psychotherapy. You know, I want to connect with my angel that knows my path in this incarnation. Why is this taking so long? Is this not meant to be in this incarnation? Is this not, am I not taking the right path? You know, ask these questions one at a time and see what comes up. So sometimes if there's a struggle for the path, you can ask, what's that about? If there's a struggle for getting the information, maybe the question you need to pose is different. Maybe the question needs to actually be, why, what am I afraid of in opening up to this divine consciousness, to this powerful, soulful, soul awareness, you know, what, what's going on inside of me that I need to make it harder than it is. This is important. It's really important. Listen, there are different schools, right? You could be studying with me. You could be studying with other people. There are different schools, but I'm going to give you a story that kind of shocked me. I was working, a, a group of people asked me to come together and they were like, let's connect with the angelic realm. And we know that you do that. So let's do it. I was like, okay, I'm in. This is fun. I love the angels. And the more people, the merrier, right? So we sat in a circle, all of us, and they had all been schooled by one person in particular. I I'm going to say this, you're going to think I'm such a snob. I was not schooled by a person. I was schooled by the angelic realm itself. <laughs> so there's that. Listen, isn't that sound awful? That sounds awful. Don't take it awful. So there we were and we they were like, okay, let's make the connection. And everybody close your eyes and do your like powering up or something. They were like, let's do our thing going through the chakras. And I closed my eyes and I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, wait, don't they, uh, we're, the angels are right here. All we have to do is say hi <laughs> and like tune in and bring our awareness to the angels, right? Meanwhile, I like peeked my eyes open and they're still with their eyes closed. They're still in a circle and they're doing their thing to prepare their space to 
be in contact with the angelic realm. Now, I can only assume that they were trying to clear their chakras and take the time to open their heart so they would be a clear and perfect vessel for the information coming in. And that was their deal. That's how they thought or felt or needed to prepare for the experience. If you think that, you go for it. But if you can discern when you're embellishing and when you're connected to truth, then just talk to the angels like right away, right? The vibration of the angels are such that they're, they can come to our realm and it can feel like an easy connection or you can move to their realm and it could feel like you're lifting out of your body. I will get into that more when we go specifically on the angels. The point of this story is that you are listening to me now. And in my lessons, I'm going to tell you, this stuff is easy. It is what you were made to do. You are soul predominantly. Your soul continues on beyond this life. The body may stop and does stop but the soul carries on. It's your powerful self, right? And so I want you to work at discerning the truth of your soul and feeling the connection so powerfully so that when you're getting information from the spirit realm or from your own soul to yourself, your higher self to your ego self, you can know the resonance of truth so that you can follow it. And if you don't have the experiences happen as quick as you want them to, know that you can ask why. Why is this going on? And trust the answer that you get. It'll be the first thing that comes to mind. After that, the mind loves to embellish. It likes to pretend, likes to say, oh, you're, this is, can't be, it's got to be harder. Oh, it's not, you're not good. It, you're making it up or, oh, you're crazy. This isn't real. So when you have those moments, you're going to know right from wrong, right? We all have conscience. Conscience. <laughs> so that's such a hard word for me. The girl Constance has the hard word. So you're going to know the vibration of truth. You're going to feel it, right? And you're going to keep your journal and you're going to keep your diary. Inaccurate hits, accurate hits. And you're going to go back to when, oh, I got that wrong. Or what was that? Oh, I had too much ego involvement. I really, really wanted it to happen. My wishes were stronger than the the ability of the truth to pour through my, my desire. Remember? You know, fear, disbelief, and over-eagerness, and, you know, just drop all expectation and let it be what it is. It can be really beautiful. So when you're constantly running into doubt or pushing the experience or feeling like you're making it up, take a day of your meditation time and sit with your eyes closed and say, bringing your awareness up to the heavens, say, I'd like to be connected to the highest being that's aligned with my truth that can come forward and give me guidance. And you could say, help, help me. I want to know the awarenesses of my soul. I want to be really good at this because it is my divine birthright. It is for my highest good. And I want my ego embellishments and my ego mind to step aside. Help me stay on track so that I might know truth 
and that I might carry it through my day-to-day life, that I might live from my soul awareness as much as I do my mind, if not more, right? Living from that open heart connection, living from that soulful awareness that connects us all and to connects that connects you to all that is and connects you deeply to the thread of your life. Okay, I'm going to give you an example of the thought crumbs that spirit has done for me, right? One time, I'm just doing my life in the morning, and I realized I was needing this glass soap dispenser. And I, like, as I'm moving through the house, because I told you I talk to spirit all the time, and I talk to my own soul, and I talk to God. And so I said to myself, (laughs) where is that? Now, I didn't get a picture, an image clairvoyance of where it was. I didn't hear clairaudiently where it was. And I just then put it up to the heavens. I need to find that glass soap dispenser. Please help me. Let it go. That morning later, I realized I needed to stop at my office. So I stopped at my office and I had forgotten about the soap dispenser. But when I stepped in my office door, I was drawn, uh, clear sensation, drawn, like pull energetically, I was drawn to the storage shelf. And my, because I was drawn, like I felt like a energetic or magnetic pivot, I, my eyes looked and I saw an angel. And all of the sudden, I heard spirit say to me, put that in the bathroom. So I... (laughs) Isn't this so weird? Like, where does this stuff come from? It comes from spirit. So I'm like, okay, because I'm obedient. So I take the angel and I go put it in the bathroom of my office. And when I was in the bathroom, I remembered the soap dispenser. So then I thought, huh, Now that came to mind, right? It It came to my mind. I wonder if the soap dispenser is under the sink. It came to mind. So I followed that lead, that thought crumb. I looked under the sink and I saw that I needed more toilet paper, actually, because I always like to keep stock, you know, in case people come. So I went to the closet to get more toilet paper. And as I reached down there in the back of the closet was the soap dispenser. (laughs) Isn't that a hoot? So that's how it works. And I know that I didn't do that on my own, that it was a combination of from spirit realm, my own soul, and my knowing, and my angels leading me to the question that I had posed earlier. I did not worry about it, right? This is what they say. They're like, don't worry, ask for our help, and then don't worry. You know, I just love that story. It reminds me, did you ever read Paulo Coelho's The Alchemist? (laughs) Oh my God, same, right? Just sometimes it takes a lifetime to answer a question or to find our way. It's so trippy. It's so wild, really. If you haven't read that book, it's fabulous. I love it. It's one of my faves. So that's how it is sometimes. Um, but often when we when we sit in meditation, we get more 
uh, answers readily or right on, you know, but sometimes it takes a while to get <laughs> what we want. So that's always fun. Okay, so remember early on in our lessons, I said that you're going to pose questions with intention on who you want to talk to so you don't get any nefarious layers of <laughs> vibrations that you're dealing with. Is nefarious a word? I think it means bad beings. That's what I mean by that word. So here's the deal. When you ask for help, like help me be a better at this or help me be a clear channel um, for this information or whatever, you're going to ask that asking for help with the intention of where you want to get your help from, right? You're going to ask for the highest truth, God, the angels, you know, the quick shout out in your mind through your, you know, just your awareness and with all intention from your heart, like, help me, help me, help me, help me. And you're asking high for that help, right? I know you know this. Okay. So when you're dealing with doubt or the making it up struggle, I want you to remember to ask for help. I want you to also not talk down to yourself. I want you to think in your mind, I'm really good at this. I'm a natural. It comes easily. You know, yes, these are positive affirmations, but it is a mindset, you know, like, oh my gosh, that's why it's better to have the curiosity. I'll give it a try. Whenever I've had um, people ask me to do weird psychic things that I wouldn't necessarily have done already. I say, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try. Let me see. You know, I've had people ask me to see the future when they're, uh, especially with pregnant mares, like how's the birth going to go? And I see the future and I'm able to tell them this is how it's going to go, you know? So, and that only started when someone asked me, can, you know, can you tell me how the pregnancy, how the delivery is going to go? And then I was like, well, I'll try. Take it with a grain of salt. I'm Irish. Take it with a grain of salt. And then it always came true. So I was like, wow, okay, that's cool. Listen, I don't get a big head. I just go, wow. Okay, cool. Good. That's helpful. You know, so I think that's the best thing. And I, listen, like the humble beekeeper, right? I think it's amazing to me. I get amazed by this stuff all the time, but it's also because I don't work alone. And I also believe in the magnanimous spirit that we are. I believe that we're soulfully connected to everything and everyone. And so of course there's no time and we can bend time. And that's a whole nother talk I'm going to have with you in the future. <laughs> but maybe it's the now, right? Oh, stop. So listen, when you're having those struggles, take the time, take a day to just say, I need help. I really don't want to struggle with this. And so, you know, uh, take the time to tune in and just sit. And, you know, if you, if you need to clear your auric field by asking the heavens to wash and rain vibrant light on you, to lift your vibration, to clear away any doubt full cobwebs and ask, I want to be a perfect vessel for a perfect experience, whatever that may be. I want to be a clear and open channel to infinite grace and wisdom when I'm tuning in with my soul awareness. Thank you in advance. Thank you. 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 And so sometimes that's also, you know, asking, what do I need to know? What do I need to consider? What do I need to look at? 
You can do that in your meditation, you know? And like I said before, what am I afraid of if I'm, if I could be really good at this? Maybe because you're asking about a weighted issue, you know, maybe you're like, oh, is he going to marry me? Or is he, is she going to ask me to marry her? You know, all of these things. Like I get so many of those sometimes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I keep seeing a ring, whatever. Why don't you ask? <laughs> Do you really love him? Ask. You ask. Um, but also too, you know, sometimes when people sit in meditative time, they ask too many questions at once. And so uh, sometimes you can overwhelm and that will create doubt. So if you are already pushing ahead and asking God or angels or loved ones or guides, you know, slow it down. Just ask, ask one question at a time, get the answer back. One question, get the answer back. And the reason why you're also doing that is you're not only are you just spoon feeding yourself the experience, you're allowing yourself to have the relationship with the information as it comes back to you to feel if it feels accurate or it feels right emotionally and physically, right? So, um, but always ask for help, you know, help me be clear. Listen, I do that every time I do reads on people. I, I, say I asked to be a perfect vessel for a perfect experience. Thank you in advance. You know, I do that before these uh, podcasts. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it because you're like, you are bouncing all over Constance. But I'm telling you, I always ask for help. So somebody's getting me, right? Somebody gets me. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to do is I am going to blanket you with a ton of light and love and help shift your vibration so that you remember that in every moment of using and tuning in with your soul's awareness, that you yourself do this, that you raise yourself just by intention to the highest truth. And it's easy breezy and clear, clear clear with no extraneous influences or disruptions that it's clear and powerful that you remember to do that, to ask for clarity every time you tune in when you're struggling, but otherwise trusting that you are really, really good at this. I see your soul. I know you are. And sometimes it just takes practice, patience, and persistence to prove that to yourself. Namaste. Okay. So don't forget to share the love. If you like what you're hearing, um, tell your friends, family, cohorts, associates, and encourage them to listen from the beginning because the lessons do build one upon the other. I do this to encourage spiritual growth and health. And I just think the world will be a a much better place when we all start tuning in and living from our soul's awareness. And so I am really grateful that you are listening. I'm encouraging you to um, follow or subscribe and I appreciate it, right? You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. As always, thanks for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes.
It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.